political gimmick or practical solution, the government is pushing ahead with a law to ban gang patches and insignia in public places. Now, the police will have the power to disperse gang members immediately and prevent them from meeting up for seven days. Now, the courts will also be able to issue non-consorting orders and they would stop specified gang members from associating with each other or communicating with each other for up to three years. The government says gang numbers have increased 51% over the past five years, with more than 3,000 new recruits. Well, joining us now is the Police Minister, Mark Mitchell. Kia ora, Minister. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I would love you to talk me through an example here about how this would work on a practical um, uh, basis. So let's imagine that you've got two or 300 gang members on um, motorbikes and, and in cars following a tangi through a major city in the country, and they're all patched up. So what happens? How does this work? Well, well no, number one, we're not going to um, wave the white flag and say that we're just going to let gangs do whatever they want um, in this country because it's all too hard. So you've asked me a very operational question, but uh, I'll draw back on my own experience. And quite simply, what we would do is we would put checkpoints in place. Um, We would have the room to pull them off the road and then patches would be removed. They'd be searched. Um, Any stolen vehicles or any vehicles that need to be seized would be seized. And anyone that's compliant with the law and not breaking the law would be free to go on their way. Okay, so I do understand it's operational, but in theory, I'm wanting to really gauge your expectations, right? So are you actually expecting police officers to pull over two or three hundred individual gang members to the side of the road and physically ask those gang members to please hand over your jacket with the patch on? Well, absolutely, the police are going to... We're the lawmakers, and we're putting law in place, and we're saying that gang it will now be illegal for gang members to wear their patches... Um, or their gang insignia, which is designed to intimidate the public, and the public are sick of it, and they're over it. And the police now have got the powers to pull them over and stop them and remove their gang patches. The police also have got the discretion. You, a, 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 an example that's been used a lot is, for example, a Potiki, where um, there's only a small amount of police officers. They've always had the discretion to be able to decide whether or not they enforce the law then or they go back and they enforce it later. But even Um, if you're enforcing it later, Minister, and that is an interesting point, right? You don't have to have a throwdown right there and then. But if you've got one or 200 or 300 or more, as was the situation in Apotiki, do you really expect two officers to make their way around those 700 people over (laughs) the ensuing days to collect the patches? Well, it's not going to be. It's never happened like that. That those two, uh, uh, there's more than two officers working in the Potiki, Number one, but number two, they're going to call for reinforcements. They're going to call for specialist squads to come in and help them and assist them with that work. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to accept the narrative that, that in this country we are going to accept the fact that gangs can run right. That they, can, that, they, that they don't have to it's adhere to a, the law. That well, it, it is. That's exactly no, the Minister, premise that you're putting what, to me. What I was going to say to you is it's not a zero-sum um, equation, is it? Uh, I mean, no, it's ju- not. just because this, this may be impractical doesn't mean that people want you to roll over and give up with the gangs. But what I would ask you about is at well, the moment police like are struggling Police are struggling to keep up with the demand for family violence call-outs, for example. Can, how how do you see you. these resources? Let me assure you, Lisa, that in the last six years we've had enormous growth in gang numbers. They are violent, they carry weapons and they use them. And, and a police officer's job has become a lot more dangerous because of that and the public are at a lot more risk and exposed to that risk as well. And what we're saying as a government is that we're going to clamp down on that. We're not going to tolerate that anymore. And I'm sorry, but there's a lot of people that come on your show and I've been listening to them in the last couple of days that say, don't try and take the gangs on. 
Um, they, they're not going to adhere to the law. They can do what they want when they want. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, that's not the New Zealand that I grew up in and that's not the New Zealand that I want my kids to grow up in. Minister, do you see a specialist gang um, unit in, in the future in the police? Well, there are specialist gang units now. There's, there's um, you know, Cobalt, which uh, which is, is focused on the gangs. Um, we've got our, um, you know, serious crime units around the country. We've got our AOS and, and SDG and dog sections who are very capable of dealing with gangs, um, and, and especially if they're out in numbers. I think you're underestimating our police. They're very capable, and, and most of them join the job because they want to protect the communities that they serve. And these tools are going to get, are going to give them additional powers to go out there and do exactly that. Right. So I'm interested in the numbers you use, 51% increase in the number of gangs over five um, years. So that's essentially 3,000 new recruits, right? Those are the figures. In that same yes. time, how many new police recruits were there? Well, they were meant to have recruited um, and trained 1,800, but as we know, it was... Um, 1,500 sworn officers, frontline officers, 300 authorised. Make no mistake, the authorised officers have a very important role in police as well, but they don't have the powers for arrest, and they're not able to respond to the members of the public when they put their hand up for help. But So there's supposed to be... So there's 1,500. We've committed to an additional 500 uh, to reinforce that um, that blue line. And, um, and, and listen, I've got full confidence and faith in our police, and I believe that they're going to give the public a sense that they're controlling the streets and not the gangs. So, Minister, should people, after this law comes in, should they ring 111 if they see a patch? Well, the police will... Well, yes, listen, if they see a gang yes. member and they're, and they're intimidated by them, then they should ring the police and they should let them know because that is what's happening on a daily basis around New Zealand at the moment. People are intimidated by gang members that walk... And by the way, let's not forget that a gang member to have earned the right to have worn that patch has to show that they've got a propensity for violence. There is nothing good about them. There is nothing positive about them. And we are saying that we don't think the public should be exposed to them anymore.